Welcome to the After Party Hangover, and these are the tripod sessions. My window's open, so you're going to hear all kinds of fuck shit. Um, today... Oh, we can't see the cat. I like seeing the cat in the background sometimes. He already jumped out the window like three times. Did he? Yeah, just as good as my Xbox. Just as good as my Xbox fall asleep on APPW. Cat jumping out the window. Today we have a substitute for the great Bretsky ninety nine. He is busy at work trying to save the world, so he had a hot tag in to our man, the Miracle Sixty Drip Drip of the hashtag World Order. He's got a major match coming up at Decemania too, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Our substitute for the great Bresky 99, it is Sticks Adam. Sticks, how you doing, my man? Gentlemen, thank you for allowing me to graciously join you guys on this week's review of wrestling. Hell yeah, a lot of stuff happened. And Julius underscore Cesar is here to help us run this fuck shit down, buddy. How was your week? Hopefully it was better than last week. Definitely, definitely better than last week. Okay, good. It's off this week. Got some good drinking in. Uh, one of my favorite breweries had their like anniversary this week. So me and the boys, you know, went out there, turned one on, uh, as we do. So it, it's, you know, street life, but still growing a street life. And I'll accept that. Nice. That's, uh, hey, that's good news to hear. Let's break down the week of wrestling. That was Wednesday night. I did not catch BTE. I watched like the first five, six, seven minutes of it. I didn't catch all of it. Oh man, I just I literally just finished watching it like at my aunt's house, just in case you wanted to talk about it. Is there any significant thing that that happened that I should uh, be aware of? I don't think so. Uh, Brandon Cutler is hurt. Oh. Um, They they officially gave him the job title. He's the Bucks bitch bitch officially now. Yeah, but I mean, he was doing all that stuff anyway, uh, so. Kind of just they uh, they talked about so I guess the shoes are real. Apparently they cost ten thousand dollars a piece. Uh, so like they kept stating that because in the opening it was the bucks and the new gear. And he's okay. like he's like filming like ten thousand bucks, and then Nick's like well twenty thousand bucks. You might as well make it twenty five hundred. And they kept talking about it, and then like he literally said yeah one one time, one time where probably gonna be ruined after this match. Uh, Ten thousand dollars, and then uh, he says he's got the he's got the same pair, but in the lows at home. Well, sticks. Would you pay ten grand for a shoe? Fuck no! Are you kidding me? <laughs> I could get a I could get like two junky rinkety cars for ten thousand dollars, man. <laughs> Shit. And the Walmart warrior that I am, I can get uh, shoes that'll last forever for fucking twelve bucks. <laughs> Yeah, but if hey. you had the bucks, if you had the bucks money, you could pay for ten thousand dollars. Oh, if you had the bucks, fuck you money, you could go buy like twenty pairs of those fucking things. Yeah, fuck, if, well, if I had Virgil, fuck you money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell's yeah. Hey, if I had the bucks money, I'd get those Back to the Future shoes that tie themselves. Those are pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, you can literally afford those. I think those are like two hundred bucks at the moment. Um, I did see that they're continuing uh, five having that paint can in his fucking yeah. Can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Johnny yeah. Hungy was going to eat his dick or something. Yeah. I think Johnny Hungy put, did he put like a bounty out on that? Or something like that. He, yeah, he's <laughs> trying to eat he, because he wanted meat. Uh, yeah, he's going to eat his dick. So that, that came up a couple of times. Johnny Hungy for some dark. Some dark. 
What else did I miss in that episode? Uh, let me see what else. Uh, they did like a, they did like a ask a mailbag thing with the best friends and and uh, Asslander, <laughs> and that thing was just it was it was awkward but funny. Uh, they did that. Then that one dude was walking around after he ate all the blue chews. Yeah, the priest with the boner. <laughs> yeah, and he kept like bumping into people with his dick all hard. He mm. finally met a ref, and the ref was like. You're disqualified. Yeah. yeah so, yeah, he was just walking around with his, his big ass ween, just all hard. So, uh, did the BTE championship just vanish? And no, it's on Sammy's blog. So, that came up in the uh, mailbag. Somebody asked that question. Oh. They're like, yo, bring back the BTE championship. Uh, it was a funny thing on BTE, and now it's on Sammy's blog, and I'm not watching that shit. So, yeah. bring it back to BTE. Is he the BTE champion? Yeah, he beat Johnny Hungy, and he's had the title ever since. Oh, shit. Okay. But he, he he never defended it on BTE. He defends it on his own blog. The disrespect. The disrespect. Well, gentlemen, it's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. We're kicking it off with AEW Dynamite, where absolute Ricky Starks with Hook takes on Hangman Adam Page and Cesar, you know our favorite part of Hangman's entrance, the nameplate. Yeah, what is that? Poor interview etiquette. <laughs> Taz on commentary. Hangman takes the lead at the start. Um, is Ricky a fruit booty? My gaydar is going off every time I see him. It's just, I think I think that's your prison dar. It, it's yeah. When I'm going in jail, my gaydar uh, prestige to level three. And yeah. I think Ricky, he, he, I don't know. Ricky, Ricky might be a little, I, I used to thought Ricky was fruit booty, but I, I do think he's just really hyping up the flame. He might you know, swing he, both ways. You know, he, he looks like uh, Damian Priest's gay brother. <laughs> Archer infamy light. Yeah. Uh, pump handle pin by Hangman. That's my favorite move of his. Uh, Hangman did a release German to Ricky. Ricky landed hard on his neck, but he, he landed on his feet flat. But, man, that was a scary landing that that um, Ricky did. Even the announcers were like, oh, shit, because the way he landed. Uh, Ricky's left ankle was busted. I guess he was playing that off. Hopefully it's not a real injury. Hangman nails an avalanche fallaway slam from the top rope. Not much offense from Ricky. Uh, Ricky near fall with a spear. Hangman slams Ricky on the mat with a unique headlock slam. Locks in an STF for the win. It was like a unique STF. Sticks, uh, what did you think of the opening match of this week's Dynamite? I thought it was a good way to open it up. Obviously, Hangman is, he's just a superstar, and it's just a matter of time before he gets a well-deserved title run. I think Ricky's a really good up-and-coming heel. The one thing I liked about the match was, uh, Hangman did, uh, yeah, Hangman did like a suplex with a pin, and Ricky slapped like his stomach rib area, and that stopped the uh, stopped the bridge on the pin. Mm -hmm. But otherwise, really good match, really good opening. Awesome, you know, Cesar, I'm a big fan of Pretty Ricky, even though he's a fruit booty. But what what did you think of this opening match of Dynamite? Yeah, I thought it was a real good match too. I'm I'm a real big fan of Ricky Starks talking to a friend of mine at work and we're talking about how like it's kind of sucks how Ricky when he first came in he should have been able to pin Cody get that first win not lose to Cody well, I guess it was a TNT champion so all right fine whatever but um 
Nah, fabulous Ricky Starks, man. Like, he needs to be... Because him and Darby had that feud, so if you really want to hype that back and get him over, I want to say how how they've been giving Darby wins. Um, I honestly think Ricky should be the one to take that title off of Darby. Down the road. Down yeah. the road, because he's getting wins, and he's he was, like, ranked. He was, like, third or fourth or something at one time, ranked, because he was getting so many wins without a loss. And, uh... But I like Ricky Stark. He's great on the mic. Uh, everything he does, he's got great flow. Me, uh, like I said, we were talking about it. It's like, it's like if, uh, God damn it, now I can't think about it again. It's like a smaller, it's like a smaller version of The Rock mixed with somebody. <laughs> like, because he's, he's like more cruiserweight. So he's not like big like The Rock, but his like, his flow his mannerisms, and then he, he can have a great match with anybody in the ring. Uh, kind of like Rocket Angle, all those guys did. Like, if you, I can't remember the second guy we said to, but it, it seems so perfect. But, like, he's, he's just a great, just great overall talent, man. Well, sadly, you know what I think is going to happen, Cesar, is they, they keep having these backstage segments with uh, Team Taz and Ricky and Cage kind of seem like they're ex- exchanging words and disagreeing. I wouldn't be surprised if Ricky takes on Cage for the FTW championship. The championship that doesn't mean fucking shit. And that's going to be Ricky's first title run. But, you know, I digress. That's just a thought I had. I wouldn't be mad at it. But if, like, Cage has to leave Team Taz, But, like, then Ricky has. But it it proves that Ricky's the number one guy. So, like, give him some shot. After the match, Taz runs his mouth. Uh. Hook attacks Hangman. Cage comes out to powerbomb, but Dark Order for the save. Hangman has friends in dark places, uh, Tony says. Uh, up next, Brandon Cutler was recording the Elite as they arrived to their trailer. And then the match next was Penta El Cerro M in a Batman mask. With uh, Alex Ebron Hantes. I'll learn how to say that name eventually. Versus Trent, <laughs> I love how they say that because it has a question mark at the end of his yeah. name. Versus Trent, uh, the best friend's theme is back, and he has Orange Cassidy in his corner. Mm-hmm. Um, incredible action that you would expect from these two diving out of the ring, a destroyer messing with Orange Cassidy. Trent pile drives Penta on the apron horribly, uh, spears Penta on the outside. Alex says that Penta had a message for him. He sucks, his friend sucks, and his mama sucks. That's something you don't say. You don't say Sue sucks. That, Why is Alex that made, so mad? That made Trent see red. Trent goes after him. Uh, with Alex distracted, Orange Cassidy gets in the ring like he was going to attack him. But Penta attacks Orange Cassidy. Alex hits Trent with the microphone. Package pile driver for the win. Cesar, what did you think of this matchup? I thought it was good, but once again, why is the Death Triangle aptly named the Death Triangle coming out the the face gate? Why are they coming out the face gate and then doing heel shit like this? Uh, is it just because they're feuding with the Bucks and Elite? Like the, you can be heels and feud and still want the titles. Uh. But no, I, I still well, want to know why. Beauty? 
I mean, because they had their tag team championship match last week. So yeah, but they, but, you know, the Bucks cheated to win, so they're going to be yeah. pissy about it. Uh, and then they had, like, a dark match. It was, like, for them versus, like, all the elite or something. Um, what else was I going to say? Uh, why is Alex so mad, bro? That <laughs> fool be mad. He be hot. Hey, can you I, say his last name? I don't even know what his last I name is. I can't say his last name. I'll, I'll, let's Google this cracker. <laughs> uh, oh, I, I was just—I was calling him Alex, like a bestest or something. Hey, uh, me, and, me and Sticks are on the same page tonight. Uh, the tripod sponsors by Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> Goddamn right. But um, uh, Sticks, what did you think of Triangulo de la Muertes Penta El Cerro M versus? Um, shit, I lost my notes. We're, we're <laughs> the mics is already kicking in. Yeah. Uh, Trent? I thought it was a good match. I liked, JR said when the, I think it was uh, one of the guys did it half and half, and he's like, it's Rackley's version of an Arnold Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> Alex Abrahantis. Oh, boy. I'm going to have to say that a hundred times he used it. It's got to be Abra Abrahantis. It's probably Abrahantis. Yeah. That's probably what it is. I took some Spanish, you know. I like, I like bitches with tacos. Well, yeah, you got to be multilingual when you're out in the streets, man. Yeah, you're out in the streets, yeah. You got to be, be trilingual. Were you happy that Penta won, or do you think this hurts Trent? <laughs> I think it hurt Trent because it was a heel finish. Besides uh, so Trent getting back. We all know best friends is the tag team and they got to build that up. And so, and they already said they're going to start feuding with these guys. And now, um, since has got a match with orange Cassidy next week, uh, sticks, you gotta be happy that the best friends are out of that feud with Miro and fucking Kip. And they're finally uh, fighting some legit competition. <laughs> if there's one good thing that will happen in 2021 is that we got that feud done and over with by fucking springtime. Mm -hmm. I thought it was neat that we got Trent. I mean, it was his first singles match since his injury. And so I think it, it's really wait, good. To wait, see wait, wait, wait. Sticks. Sticks. It's Trent. No. It's, <laughs> it was good to see good. Trent. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't know if he's back yet. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. know if he's oh. back yet. <laughs> I just love that the announcer says it like that. That's a, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got a question well, mark. Well, even Justin said it that way, didn't he? When he yeah. announced him? Yeah, because he's, he's, got, he's, got, he's no. got the question mark, man. When you got the yeah. question mark. Trent? Trent? <laughs> His name is Trent Beretta, right? He just can't yeah. say Beretta because WWE owns it or something? Probably. Probably. But he's, he's never gone as Trent Beretta. He's always been Trent. So I, think I, I guess Trent, Trent Beretta in WWE. Yeah, but I mean, he's never gone by Trent question mark even yeah. before he got injured. Like He yeah. just added the question mark. He's always just been it's always been like Chucky e. T and Trent, the best friends. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, moving on, JR sits down with Pinnacle. Uh, MGF gets a new scarf. Wardlow, Wardlow actually talked. Uh, he said Jericho stumbled his words when mentioning him because he knew he was doing something wrong. Wow. Uh, MJF is 25, good for 25. That's horse shit, he says angrily points out that he beat Jericho before. I am a mark. I'm a mark for your spot, MJF says. 
uh, Sticks, this was an incredible sit-down uh, promo from the pinnacle. Um, we finally got to hear Wardlow say some intelligent words and not just be some big meathead. Uh, what did you think about this segment? First thing, once again, we had a Sean Spears hair color change again. Now he's dark hair. Oh, yeah, black again. Yep. Um, I the difference I thought the difference between this and Inner Circle was that we only had two mouthpieces for Pinnacle when the uh, Inner Circle had um, like the week before everybody spoke. I mean, I know it was probably just very short, but at least they said something. We had Sean and FTR just kind of sitting there like just background objects, like props, and Tolly's back at home drawing up plays on his virtual Waffle House menu. Yeah. But otherwise, it was a good promo. It was a good, uh, good thing to lead us into next week. Cesar, this is another excellent promo from MJF and a surprising good promo from Wardlow. What are your two cents on this promo? Yeah, I was, I was, uh, kept my, uh, kept my focus, kept me entertained. Um, yeah, it seems like, uh, everybody in that group can talk. So why not let them talk? Um, um, yeah, I mean, we all know FTR can talk. We all know Sean Spears can talk. Uh, yeah, I was surprised to find out Wardlow can actually talk. Yeah. No, short and sweet. I, I don't know if it was planned that way or did he forget when he was supposed to speak up when MJ put on the scarf? Because, you know, you even saw M- MJF like, talk to more dog. And then. Silk uh, season, baby. It's silk season, though. It's silk season. I got to give me a silk Burberry, uh, silk Burberry scarf now. Um, and even JR playing wrong. He's like, you called it the immortal promo? That's right, big fella. That's right, that's right, big fella. That's right. You know uh, what I liked what MJF said? He goes, Jericho, you said I stole your style by wearing the scarf, but I've been wearing this scarf ever since Rosie O'Donnell when I was, uh, you know, when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah. So I was a kid, 40 years old, Rosie O'Donnell. MJF was wearing the scarf before scarf first. Yeah, before Chris Jericho. Yeah. Uh MJF made some good points. He's like, uh, he's like, yeah, it seems like you know, you always can do something, but you can't get new talent. You always you're good at getting new talent over because I beat you. And he was like, Yeah, or Cassidy beat him. He's like, Yeah, we, we kept saying this. We've been saying this. Uh, you know, these younger guys are beating you beating uh beating old Jericho now. Bad about Jericho, but uh, you know. Um, I thought it was a great, yeah, it was a great promo all around. Uh, I guess we'll see how this parlay is going to go. We all know kind of who squares off. Yeah. LAX, FDR, uh, Sammy, Sean Spears, Warlow, Hagar, and, and Chris and Max. So we'll see how this squares off with the parlay next week. I, I still don't know the rules to this. this well, you're, war getting, you're getting ahead of us. You're getting ahead of us, Cesar. Hold Nobody on. knows the rules to war games. I mean, I mean blood and guts. I mean, blood and guts. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I guess we'll see. Well, up next, after an incredible cool vignette of uh, Tay Conte and Sheeta, we get the AEW Women's Championship matchup between Hikaru Sheeta versus Tay Conte. The match starts, and already Tay's wedgie's winning. She's the Tay's wedgie's the MVP of the week. Um, I kept my eyes peeled for some discoloration. Uh, Sheeta focusing attack on Tay's lower back. Uh, Sheeta dominating the beginning of this matchup. Disrespectful boots to the face of Tay during picture-in-picture. Judo flips and big boots from Tay. 
Tay delivers a unique senton to Sheeta, who is laying on the top turnbuckle. Uh, Sheeta answers with the witch's shot, which is like a wasteland, what Wade Barrett used to do, to the top turnbuckle. Sheeta kicks out of the Tay KO, which is very rare. Tay kicks out of the unique pile driver pin. Sheeta does end up winning, though, with a trouble in paradise knee to Tay's face. But then, Cesar, I know your eyes lit up because Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, comes out and turns her eyes to the Tron and stares at the ranking. It says that Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, is number one. And a frustrated cheetah throws her fucking kendo stick like a spear. Uh, Cesar, what did you think of this match and the aftermath with the good doctor? Uh this was a very, very good match. This is this is where they fuck up. Tay Conti has gotten better over, over when she joined uh, A-Dub. If you really wanted to get some, some good traction and heat but not be predictable or even traction to get to the next match uh, but not be predictable, Tay Conti should have won here. Yes. She should have won here. And then you build, because the doctor could have came out and did the same thing. So Tay Conti would have won. She has a loss. And she technically falls down. And Brett would still be number one. And then you have Brett versus Tay Conti, which is still a heel versus face for your next pay-per-view, whatever the fuck that's going to be. Um, not even blood and guts, but like the next pay-per-view. Um, which would have been a great build with a fresh champion instead of Sheeta, who's beating the fuck out of everybody. Now it's it's predictable that Brett Baker's going to win at the next pay-per-view. She's got to. It's, it's, it's stale in that division right now. But the fact that she has proved the rankings are shit by going from four to one in the span of two weeks and by only winning one match. <laughs> she's only wrestled once and she won. And now she's gone from four to one because the other, because three people in front of her have lost within two weeks. She is now to one. That just proves her point of how shit the rankings are. And how they just want to use that to try to build hype to matches. You, you just have people go on a win streak and build hype to matches. You don't need to have these fucking ranking system things and fuck shit. So it was a good match still, um, but I think Tay County should have won. And then the same thing, the doctor, Brett, Dr. Brett Breaker, DMD, still comes out and then becomes your number one. I agree with Cesar completely sticks. I don't know if you agree with this opinion, but you know, if you've been following the tripod for a while, I'm a massive Tay Conti fan. This match, it was a good match, but I, I think it made Tay Conti look weak. Uh, what was your two cents on this championship match? Well, one, she didn't have her good luck charm, negative one, come out there with her and get a couple of hugs before the match. Yeah. You do, you can see that she has gotten way better from the day one that she had started in AEW to now. 
but yeah, I mean, it, it did. She got very, she got a few offensive moves in, but it was basically just Sheeta coming out there, putting, doing some moves, and then doc, the doctor, Mrs. DMD herself, coming out there and saying, hey, guess what, bitch? That, bre- uh, that heavy breath, that hot breath on the back of your neck, that's me. Not only am I carrying elevation dark, dark elevation, but I'm going to come for your title. So, but it could have done better with it for with making Tay look a little bit better, being a, a legit contender. But for for AEW for the women's division, not that bad of a match. Well, as Cesar said, if Tay Conti could have won, defeating Sheeta, and then Britt Baker comes defeats uh, Tay Conti in shady ways with Rebel, don't call me Reba, um, then Sheeta could have had a a match with Britt, like Sheeta is better on the chase than she is as champion because she's been a snore fest as a champion. Um, that's why I didn't, I didn't really like this match. Um, I think Tay Conti should have won. I think we, that's uh, unanimous from all of us, but. Uh, I, I don't, I don't think it made Tay Conti look weak though. Cause you can't look weak losing to a champion on a crazy streak. Like she just, it's been eight months. Well, she's the- had that title. The reason why I said that is because it was like 70-30 offense, Sheeta. Like, uh, Tay Conti got some offense in, but not much. And it was all Sheeta this match. It kind of seemed like... Right. Conti Which, but I, I think that's where they made up for it, where, like, Sheeta never kicked out at one. So even if you consider that 70-30 offense, and Sheeta always kicked out at two, then obviously, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Like it was 7030. Because I mean like, they, yeah. did a, they did a great job building Tay. And then she yeah. comes in to fight Sheeta. And it's like it's like a match on dark. Like she had 70% of the offense and Tay yeah. has been built. It should have been well. yeah, it should have been more balanced. Yeah. I would say, but Tay kicked out of some some big spots that it would have had other people not kick out of. It, it showed her resilience, but it didn't really show her her yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, up next, I didn't. I, I wrote this this week because you pointed out I skipped it last week. Miro bitches about Kip again. Miro, <laughs> wants, Miro wants gold. Whatever. Moving on. Uh, Tony interviews the Inner Circle. The Inner Circle squad was singing yeah. the theme. I, I guess that's new. I haven't heard that before. Um, Hagar Hagar says they're gonna beat him so bad they're gonna be sucking. Your own meat through a meat straw. straw. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. I there. Uh, Jericho makes fun of Wardlow's manicured eyebrows. That was funny. Uh, Jericho sings a show tune about his jerk-off friend. Uh, Jericho washed his ass with the new scarf that MJF got. And like Cesar said earlier, the parlay next week face-to-face sticks. Are you anticipating the parlay? And what did you think? of this segment with Tony interviewing the inner circle. It wasn't that bad. Uh, they're looking more and more like a freaking rock band than they are a wrestling faction. <laughs> um, front door of the pineapple, Jericho said. Oh yeah. I didn't, really, I didn't, I didn't get that. And then he made like another little mistake, like little inner circle, but then he, I think he meant to say little pinnacle. But no, I think oh, I think he's referring it's to them. It's a running joke because Sammy yeah. goes in his ear and says "pinnacle," and then Jericho yeah. goes, "Oh yeah, pinnacle." <laughs> yeah, he's been he's been calling them the pineapple yeah. since mm-hmm. they had a name. 
Okay. But otherwise, another good promo. I mean, great promo. All all the guys got words in, and it makes you. I don't know if it makes you hungry for more for next week, but it definitely is a good lead in to next week. Well, Cesar, I've been gone a while, but has he squashed? Has Jericho squashed the beef with Pineapple Pete? Has he mentioned Pineapple Pete? I, I don't I don't know if he squashed a beef with Pineapple Pete because I mean he said he was making phone calls and Mike Tyson was the first one, so maybe maybe Pineapple Pete uh, would be the last one. I guess he's going in chronological order. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if he's caught up to Pineapple Pete yet. Uh, I don't know if he's going in alphabetical order. Maybe it's in the B's. I don't, I don't know. Could be in the could be in the L's right now. Uh, Mike Tyson is the M's. I don't know if where you go, Mike. I don't know. You can go Iron Mike Tyson because that's why he went by. So that's the eyes. I, I don't. I don't know where he is. Well, I don't <laughs> know. Is, is Pineapple Pete even still employed with them? Uh, who knows? Who knows? He, I don't even know. Pineapple Pete is all elite. Because he was always he was always in the front row for a lot of the shows and stuff. For like a lot of shows, he's, yeah. He's yeah. not there anymore. Don't don't know if Pineapple Pete is all in. Uh, he might be like <laughs> a little bit in. Door might be open. I don't know he's, if the door's still partially open. in. Partially, partially. partially. <laughs> What do you think about this promo, Cesar? Any uh, anything I missed? Um, no, I think you hit everything. Yeah, especially Hagar talking about sucking meat. Um, Ortiz didn't say anything. I thought it was weird. Everybody else said something. He kind of just like stood there and then gave the middle finger. <laughs> uh, Santana called them bitches. Yeah, Sammy's whispering in the ear. Jericho was being Jericho. And yeah, Ortiz just kind of just. Because Santana said, like, what, we've already seen the color of your blood. Now we're going to see, what, the shape of your heart or something like that? Some shit like that. Yeah. Are you are yeah. you fans of Inner Circle being faces, or do you prefer no. them heel? No, they, they need to be heels. This is yeah, dumb. they got to be heel. But I, I like, don't, like, like you guys have said, when, when you got the fans singing your entrance song, you're, you're kind of fucked. Yeah. But no, it's not really. It's just like you're so good at what you do, they appreciate it. It's, it's literally, uh, it's literally chanting "You suck" at Kurt Angle. It's like not liking AJ. You can't not like AJ, whether he's face or heel. That dude's matches are too. He he's the living, you know, cliche. He's phenomenal. You're gonna be like, damn, that boy AJ puts on a match and a show every time he hits that ring. You have to respect it, whether he calls you a dumbass or, or hates people or. Beats up every face in the house. He is that good, healer face, and you have to respect it. But unfortunately, a lot of it's just the setup of who they face against. Like, obviously, throw right. against the pentacle. I mean, whether Joe was face or heel, you're still going to chant, Joe's going to kill you. Oh, yeah. Joe, 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 Yeah. And then you're going to be, Joe's going to kill you. Joe's going to kill you. He needs to go to AEW or somewhere with a really big audience because I heard the rumor is he's going to New Japan. Oh, that'll be. But cool. I don't know if he's going to American New Japan, which bleeds into AEW, or if he's going to New Japan, New Japan. Well, hopefully he's medically cleared because WWE didn't medically clear him. So hopefully but, know, they didn't medically clear Daniel Bryan for the longest time either. Yeah. See that cracker wrestling. Well, I have to imagine if AEW was on Hulu, this definitely would not have been on Hulu. Up next is Billy Gunn with the Gun Club versus QT Marshall with. The factory. Yeah, this definitely um, was a commercial. Billy Gunn dominating till getting attacked by uh, the factory. This was Gun, a misbreak. Gun club to the rescue. 
Uh, a go-go punches go Billy Gunn. <laughs> QT pinned for the win. QT was about to ta- uh, attack with a wooden chair. Uh, Dustin comes out with a bull rope, attacks QT. QT exits. Dustin smashes wooden chair off of Nick Kumarados. I don't know what his name is. His I call he, he no-sells it. Um, after this was an inner circle uh, in trailer. The Bucks talk smack about Mox and Kingston. Kenny talks a honks outside. Uh, it's Mox and Kingston in a truck. They ram the trailer. The elite escaped. Mox calls them bitch AF. Uh, Cesar, what did you think? If you have any comments about the Billy Gunn and QT Marshall, feel no. free. No. <laughs> but the inner circle segment with Mox and Kingston, what did you, you think? You're saying inner, inner circle. You mean all? You mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The fucking yeah, yeah. Elite. yeah, yeah. The elite. <laughs> <laughs> you said it twice. This says inner circle and trailer. Right? How, how drunk were you when you when you wrote the notes? <laughs> I don't know. Was a drunk was a drunken notes again? Like you said, inner circle twice, and I was like, they didn't have another promo. What are you talking about? Oh man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Billy and QT had a match. Uh, fast that. Um, yeah, wooden chair and big cracker. Uh, so yeah, um, of course Eddie Kingston. I don't know if Eddie Kingston can do anything wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to find your something Eddie Kingston has done. Your mother. Yeah, Eddie Kingston. Your mother. <laughs> Uh, because he runs in there and says, "What a sneak is that? What a sneak is that?" <laughs> I mean, yo, what I tell you about stealing sneakers? What? What? I'm just saying. He said there are hearts pump Kool Aid. Uh, he had a Deadpool shirt on, not even merch. <laughs> like, I was like, "Yo, Eddie Kingston is just wild, bro." Uh, they they laugh and together, bitch AF. Talk about how weak sauce they are. They said they're coming for the Bucks. And then Moxley throws the pole again. And Eddie Kingston is like, yo, could you wait till I'm out the way? I love like, you, man. On, bro. I love you, yo, man. But- I love you, man. But damn, you <laughs> crazy. Yo, let's get back in the truck if that runs. Yeah, all right, I need some. I need a steak. <laughs> like, I don't think, I think this is the, this. so this is some of the stuff I do like about AEW is that there's no way writers are getting in that right no, that, that's there's no way somebody wrote that that's good. all them like they're just they're just like yo y'all got like uh y'all gonna hit this trailer and y'all got like three minutes <laughs> and like they're just, <laughs> mox is gonna be like well, i'm gonna throw this pole all right dude, throw the pole nigga. i don't care break some glass on it i don't give a shit you're hitting it with a fucking truck <laughs> then eddie kicks is gonna be like what a sneak is that Tell you about stealing sneakers. Then he threw the pole again, and he's like, "Damn, man, you about hit me." Yeah, you. I love you, man, but you crazy. That was all unscripted. You know. Yeah, Yeah, he's like, he's like, come on, man, let's get out of here. Yeah, I need a steak. (laughs) Like, these two idiots are going to be great tag team champions one day. That's the question I was going to ask Sticks. Sticks, do you prefer them as a team, or do you think one of them should go for a singles title? You could do either or. I mean, these guys, if you literally wanted to do kind of like a, like what NXT did with the Undisputed Era for all the gold, you could literally have these guys just have be literally a two-man power trip. You could have heavyweight TNT tag champions and hell, if they wanted to find some some mean-looking chick off, the, off of a street corner, she could be the fucking women's champion. 
Maybe Eddie Kingston's once, mother. Once, once, yeah, or once Renee pops the baby out, maybe she gets a heart. Oh, and she shows up with like spikes and shit. <laughs> she becomes women's champion. Bro, um, you imagine if Moxley cheated for Kingston to beat Eddie for the title, and then they just laugh about it, and then Eddie holds the title, and then they have like the tag titles. If they just squat. So my original thought is, what if they beat the Good Brothers and then challenge the Bucks? For title versus title, and whoever wins it would be great. But it would be better if they won, because literally they'd be the best tag team of two brands. They'd have to wrestle both brands, but they would be like they're taking all the titles from the elite. Do you think they would give Mox and Kingston a shot at the Impact Tag Team Championships? I mean, if they wanted to, they gave well, Private Party a shot. But well, I think, think they would. Right now, right now, those tag team belts are over in Japan. Finjuice has them. Oh, they really? Have at, they have, yeah, they have a. They lost to them on the last Impact Plus. I think like, not this last one, but a couple of weeks ago, because they they got a match tomorrow. The tag team championship match is tomorrow at Rebellion. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Are you getting that sticks? Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 come on now. I'm. <laughs> there ain't nothing else I'm watching on a Sunday. <laughs> well, What's that, the, well, how much is that? Uh, I think it's like forty bucks. Yeah, I can't. It, for me, it came down to UFC tonight or Impact tomorrow. It's like fuck it. With the prices UFC are, I could buy two Impact pay per views tomorrow. Yeah, I heard. It, I heard UFC is like raping people. Right now. Oh, it's like almost eighty fucking bucks, man. For my god. Yeah. I can't. I can't do forty for Impact, man. I I don't even know who else is on the card, but I would like to see this Rich Swan Kenny match to see how that goes. But yeah. That that I, one and the Sammy Callahan Trey Miguel one is the one I'm yeah the two I'm really interested in. I so that, that's notice, just I did notice that TJP has a match as well. Triple threat match. It's triple him, threat match. Yeah. Yeah. Him, Walking Weapon, who is a really good fucking wrestler, and Ace Austin, who's a guy who should get more recognition as a heel who could actually def- compete in both their X division, but as like a heavyweight champion too. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm I'm very tempted because Mauro Ronello, folks. Yeah, yeah. To call the he, main he event, did like a, he's he's done. I think he did like the press conference, but he also voiced like a, uh, like a video segment for the lead up to Swan and and Kenny for the Sunday. Fucking Mauro's gold. I miss that guy. Fucking Mauro's making money out here. Well, Cesar, um, I'm about to add a new nickname to the tripod because I'm not saying this whole name. Powerhouse Hobbs will now be known as P2H versus Christian Cage. Uh, Team Taz was banned from ringside. Taz on commentary, though. Uh, If the front door doesn't get you, the back door will, Tony says, when uh, Will was attacking Christian on the outside. He pushed pushed Christian's face against a barricade, like Mm -hmm. trying to push his face through it. That was brutal. He didn't dominate through the commercial picture and pitch. Uh, P2H with a hell of a spine buster. Christian regains momentum with a power bomb in the corner. Frog splash followed by a two and a half count. Uh, P2H missing a hip attack in the corner by two miles, but Christian still sells it because he's a pro. Uh, Christian wins with the kill switch. Uh, pretty Ricky Starks comes out, hobbles out to check on P2H. Cesar, what do you think of Christian Cage's second match in AEW? Uh, it's just that uh, 
I don't like that he stopped the man's win streak. Hobbs had like a nine match win streak. Of course, it's all on dark or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I get it. I mean, you're trying to build up Christian. I mean, I guess they're going to go Christian Kenny before Hangman Kenny. I mean, why does Christian have this countdown? Is that like his way of like making fun of Jericho? He's kind of already, he kind of has had it before because I thought he had it on like his, I thought he had it over in TNA too, but he's kind of had like a similar entrance. Yeah, well, what I think is, I want to, I always want to say it's like a mock on Jericho or if it's a salute yeah. to Jericho. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I didn't, I didn't mind it. It's a good match again. Yeah, Christian's the ultimate, ultimate worker. Um, he's out there working with anybody. Yeah, the donkey lariat on the outside. He dodges the clothesline, but then he's hitting the back of the head with the lariat. You know, yeah, you know they're up there drinking their mules, talking that fuck shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, ski bone, ski bone. Uh, oh, I, oh, I forgot. Uh, I forgot Jr.'s line when the doctor came out. Oh, she she must have paid somebody off in graphics. Got a good hookup in graphics already. The numbers ain't even out yet. <laughs> you put her at number one. Uh, yeah, and I know Ski said does some dumb shit after it too. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I thought it was a good match. And then I guess, like I said, I think they're going to set up uh, a little Ricky, pretty Ricky versus uh, Christian. I think that's going to be a real good match. That's probably going to be like the Frankie Kazarian match. Two guys similar build. You know, Ricky can go with anybody. You know, Christian is always a. They always refer to Christian as like one of the best workers in WWE. Just want to have a match. Like, I mean, everybody damn near says it. So, uh, yeah, I'll be looking forward to that one, too. Well, Sticks, uh, I really hope that uh, Ricky Starks doesn't have a legit injury to his leg because he was sure selling the hell of it when he hobbled out there to help out uh, P2H. What do you think of this uh, matchup? It wasn't too bad. I mean, obviously, Christian's going to do uh, – he's going to try to – he's going to help get the guy – some really good offense in, but then he's going to come out. And, like, I agree with Cesar. Christian should have been the guy that stopped, like, Hobbs's eight or nine win streak. It should have been somebody else. It should have been for something that's a bigger storyline. But otherwise, it, was, it wasn't it was a bad match for, for the two guys and to obviously help build Christian towards getting that title shot against Omega. I agree 100%. Uh, up next – we had a short Jade Cargill video promo, but then the main event for the TNT Championship, it was Jungle Boy versus Darby Allen. Uh, Jungle Boy and Darby having a good wrestling match. Uh, Jungle Boy's moveset has improved, Cesar. I noticed yeah. he has he added a lot of moves to his repertoire here. Mm-hmm. Uh, once the fight moved to the outside of the ring, though, Darby shoves Jungle Boy over the barricade. Uh, Darby with a hell of a superplex during the commercial picture in picture. Oh, no count out on the outside of last two matches. No count out. Christian was in that barricade for like 40 seconds. Jungle Boy is 23 years old. I cannot believe that. That dude is nasty for 20 years. Yeah, with suplex pins, getting a two count. Darby with the stun dog millionaire. I know they don't call it that in in age. But that's what it is. Yeah. A weird half of Poison Rana to Darby. Uh, Darby to outside, Jungle Boy, multiple top suicidas. Oh, tope suicidas. Get it right. Uh, Scalibur will curse you out. Sting looking concerned because there was multiple zoom-ins on his face. Uh, 
With Jungle Boy on the apron, Darby nails a coffin drop. A Luchasaurus helps Jungle Boy uh, get in ring before the 10 count. Sting takes umbrage with that. Sting and Lucha then fight down the tunnel, eliminating both of them. Jungle Boy with the snare trap to Darby and a surfboard stretch. He locks in the snare trap again. Darby gouges the eye of Jungle Boy. Darby wins with the Last Supper. Uh, Great match. But then Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page attack. Murderhawk, who's faced for the save. Jake the Snake rubbing one out on the stage during Mm -hmm. this. Seeing that the bat returns. It goes off the air. Sticks, what did you think of this main event of Dynamite? Properly placed. These two guys, especially Jungle Boy, is going to be – he's – a star in the making. I mean, he's one of the ones that I don't think it really talked about all that much, but like you said, his moveset has improved that snare submission uh, move really good. Darby Darby's their, their star, their mid card star now with the opportunity to become a, a star that will become a future heavyweight champion. All in all, really good match. I would have liked to seen, them let this match breathe afterwards, but they didn't, I mean, they had so much stuff that happened afterwards. You know, they had the jump ins and then the, the faces come. I would have liked to see them let that match breathe. Like maybe have jungle boy and Darby, like shake hands afterwards and then go off, go off air with that. But otherwise really good match Two young guy, really good young guys. AEW has that need to be probably on TV a little bit more. I mean, I know Darby's obviously defending that face of the, face of the network but they need to get jungle boy more singles matches outside of the lucha express tag team well caesar i don't know if you're like me but are you anticipating the day when jack perry turns heel and murders marco stunt cuts his hair and comes out as an entirely new character i mean it'd be great but i don't see it happening oh it's gonna happen uh, no, they already got a young heel guy that's MJF. It, it'll never It's so, It's a great image. I, I, ca- I called it on this episode. Watch. You, you, yeah, you called it fucking <laughs> five years from now if we're still doing this dumbass shit. Uh, it'll be, you, it'll you be can... just as big as when, Austin, when Stone Cold did the corporate heel turn. <laughs> sure, Jungle Boy sure. comes out with a, with a crew cut and a, like a, 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 a suit. Coles, Coles. Suit special. A cool suit special. And when Jack Perry grows a beard, the heel turn is coming. But yeah. what did you think of the main event of Diamond? Dark mustache. Uh, this was a great main event. Yeah, they just had too much shit to get in on the end. Um, can you imagine if Murderhawk joined Moxley and Kingston? Oh. You wouldn't need so, Jake the Snake as a mouthpiece. You could just have fucking Mox and Kingston talk for him. You imagine if they just became a three-man group and just started to fuck shit up. Jake would just join commentary and beat off on live and TV. beat off. Just, yeah. He wouldn't, he wouldn't yeah. say a word. Just spike him on his head. Just, yeah. just what AEW needs, another freaking faction. <laughs> yeah, that's what they need. That's all they need. This is another group. Uh, no, so that's... Uh, sorry, Sticks. You said Murhawk, and that's all I can think of is if... Murderhawk's a face now. If he just joined up with Box and Kings and they just started going around breaking shit and Jake just beating off driving the truck in the trailers and shit. Uh, 
But no, this was a great match. They always, you know what? They always hype up how good Jungle Boy is in these matches, and then he loses. They did this for like his first. I remember. I remember some of the first fucking hangovers. I talked about this week after week. I'm like, yo, Jungle Boy's like two and nine, and they talk about how he's the future of this company. Hey, I'm not banking on my future being two and nine. Two and nine. You show me his that's record. What happens when he have the Booker of the Year? Yeah, and that's and what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. You got you're the Booker of the Year. You got your your analysts who have. 30, 40, 50 years of barbecue sauce and announcing in the game. And, and then, Moscow Mules. Yeah, and the other one, the other one worked at <laughs> Starbucks and yelled, it's staying for 15 years. And then you got this this guy in a mask with a butt plug in jerking off <laughs> under Topa, under Mexican names. And, and then, then you'd have you, and then you'd have Jake the Snake who'd be who during the women's title matches you'd just be hearing, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, do that again. Show that replay. Yeah. And then, like, you got these guys talking about how this guy is the future of the company that he works for now. And he takes losses in every big match. Well, first, he just took losses with all your stars who you who are already certified stars. But they're just beating up the new talent. Well, if you remember, Cesar, during this match, somebody said, Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy will take place five years in the future and it'll be for the AEW, AEW championship. Yeah, for the AEW championship. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, everybody else is retired because they've been wrestling for 20 years. <laughs> fucking maybe if Kenny and them ain't around, as long as Kenny and them are around, they're going to fucking book themselves into the fucking title picture every fucking time. Because what, what do you do when you have complete control over a wrestling company and you are good? I'm going to be the champ. Oh, I think I'm going to be the champ. And Cody comes in. You're wrong, fellas. It's time for me to be the champ. They're like, God damn it, Cody. Uh, so that's what he does. Where's that fuck boy at? Uh, no, did you guys see that shit? He has a new bomber jacket on the site. This I was fuck boy ain't been on they TV had that, in three They weeks. had that during that, uh, that match. And I was like, yeah. fucking seize our Christmas idea right there, yeah. baby. Fucker said, fucker said, oh, black Cody. During the, the factory uh, Billy Gunn match, black Cody's new jacket. <laughs> New bomber jacket. I was like, this fucker ain't even been on TV in three weeks. Well, he's got to go home take care of that pregnant wife of his, man. Yeah. Uh, whatever, man. Bitch ain't popping the baby out now. Like, what do you got to do? You hire somebody. He's rich. He's rich. He's got to be dumping them loads in there before she has that kid. Because yeah, no fuck way all that, it man. Yeah, he can jerk off in a sock leg with Jake Snake, too. <laughs> Fucking. That's the sock of shame around. Yeah, but <laughs> no, this was, a, this was a great match. No, to get back on point. This was a great match, but don't don't talk about how good somebody can be when you know that the guy's here to take this L in another high profile match. It was it was a pretty damn good match, but yeah, match. Jungle, Jungle Boy loses way too much. Way too um, much. Before we move on, I have two things I want to get to. One, Cesar, please show the people the shirt you're wearing. It's a Seth Rollins shirt. Like just as Burn it down. Well, show the people. Come on now. Give the people what they want. Come on. All right, fine. They can't lock that shit, man. Come on. Yeah, came stomp, burned it down. And before we move on, a special This is one of my favorite shirts. I, I love this Seth Rollins shirt. Before we move on, a special thanks goes out to Private Party for the cameo intro 
for this week's tripod. Oh shit! Now I gotta watch. I hope everyone checks it out. It's really good. But uh, how much was that? Jesus Christ! Was it like eight hundred dollars? Moving on. You had to, to buy him a fifth of Hennessy. <laughs> fifth of Hennessy for the cameo. <laughs> moving on to the main show of the week in the Exodia. Uh, they have a new intro, by the way. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly comes out rocking some orange Cassidy gear as he was calling out Karrion Cross. Canadian tuxedo. Fine, Kevin Grimes. I got to do it for Bretzky's. He's not here today. I fucked that guy. Fine, yeah. Kevin Grimes comes out. Forget that, forget that Jubroni. <laughs> That's a shirt. That's Dude, that, no, I thought of that and I was like fucking Caesar. I want him to fucking just light his ass you on gotta, fire with that. You gotta you gotta text me shit like that. And I would have oh my god, I would have said that shit. I thought of that and I was like, I was like, I'll try it out on the tripod. If it's like crickets, <laughs> no, man. It's like, Drew, we'll, we'll Drew keep this Brody, moving. Drew Brody is good. Can you imagine if I'd have said Drew Brody? That's a oh, with, with, the, with the shit with the Jew got your ass kicked, the book of fuck shit, Jew got your ass kicked. Yeah. But if I'd have called him a Jew brony, we oh gotta, my God. You got to tell Jake about that and make a shirt. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just, I'm gonna, oh, it's, it's Saturday, so Jake's still up. I'm going to fucking. Uh, Cameron Grimes and Kyle O'Reilly both say in unison, to the moon. Uh, Kyle then punches him and says he's his next opponent. Uh, Cesar, oh, Sticks, what did you think of the opening segment of NXT? I, I like that we're getting, that we're tapping into the singles potential of Kyle O'Reilly because he was so good as a singles wrestler, as a single wrestler in the indies, and now we're getting it. Love the uh, back and forth that he had of Grimes. The, the Somebody turned the lights down. The, oh, shit, I got my sunglasses off. My bad. It just was really good. So good. It was a good setup for the eventual main event that we had at NXT. Well, uh, Sticks, please don't forget Jubroni. I want to see that as a hashtag <laughs> on, on the regular, on the Steel Roll After Party questions. But uh, Cesar, what did you think of the opening segment here between Kyle O'Reilly and Fine Cameron Grimes? I, 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 like, I like and dislike face Kyle O'Reilly. Mm. I didn't take his like menacing part to carrying cross. I he didn't sell me on it. Like I, I didn't believe it. It sounded weird. Mm-hmm. It's like I got that killer instinct. I got this. I got this killer instinct. Maybe I, I go for the so I go for the workhorse title. I, like I, I didn't believe all that. I, I I can't see you as a killer instinct kind of guy. Like you had specific story with Adam Cole and I get why you had to go to a different route mm-hmm. oh you're switching from face from heel to face and I, I get that but you can't be talking about you got this killer instinct and then joking around with Cameron Grimes I'm, oh you know what I had my opponent he's around here somewhere oh, it's, it's not you bro it's not you <laughs> my glasses my glasses it is you. no no, I can't take him seriously. <laughs> he, if he had came out and just been cool Kyle for the whole promo and like maybe hit Cameron Grimes, it would have been great. Yeah. And then he brings out that killer instinct thing when it is, if it gets personal between him and somebody, or obviously the heel is going to make fun of him or something. Or if Karen Cross, if he does want to go for Karen Cross and you're building it that way, Cross could have been like, you know, don't take me serious. If he, if, you know, Cross gets that crazy shit. Don't take me serious. You know, take this serious, Mr. O'Reilly. 
because I, I am the NXT champion. And then you bring out that killer instinct. You hype yourself up. You get hype. You're going to be like, you think you think I'm not serious? You think I? You saw what I did to Adam Cole. What makes you think I won't do that to you? Yeah, I like to laugh. I like to joke. I'm a, I'm a cool guy. But I can turn it on and be serious when I want to. Like, you can't switch back and forth. It's not a light switch. When you're on, you're on. But when you're cool, you're cool. So nobody goes cool, hot, cool, hot, cool, hot. That's just retarded. It's a Futurama episode, and that's how they ran out of gas. I have thoughts on uh, Kyle O'Reilly and the carrying cross situation later. But after this, Sarai O'Reilly. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, hold on. Sarai, the newest uh, woman in the NXT division, arrives. Zoe Stark approaches her and Regal, and she says she wants a match with Sarai. Uh, we get an LA Knight promo backstage. I will off your switch. Oh, no. I will off your on switch just like that to Loomis. I, I like that line. But first, Cesar, you remember that Seinfeld episode where Jerry dated a chick who looked hot in a certain light, but in a different light, she looked hideous? She looked totally busted. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember it. That's who Zoe Stark is to me because she does not look good in certain lights, and in some lights she looks very good. In what light does Zoe Stark look very good? <laughs> Zoe Stark. I am not saying I am not saying Zoe Stark is busted, but in what light does she look very good? Uh, I'd say when busted ass street corner lights. <laughs> she has this face, you see. <laughs> It's never your argument is never good when you start off with she, you see, she has like, that face. It's, this is this is like this it's, is like when women are life. dating a guy and they're like, no, no, girl, he just doesn't take bad pictures, but like you gotta look at this one. This is this is no, he looks good. Zoe's face looks hideous in some light and different lighting. In some lighting, she looks presentable. Like then when they showed a video graphic of her. That she was gonna take on a Sarai first. I was like, oh wow, that looks really good. But then they smash cut to her in real time, and it's like, ooh. But uh so at 99.9 percent of light, she doesn't look good, but there's that one there's that point zero zero one percent light that she looks I was that like Fox, I was a Fox Live action camera. That Shot that on the Fox Live action angle. camera. That one graphic she was an 8K. You saw her 8K for two seconds. <laughs> But Cesar, what'd you think of Zoe Stark approaching uh, Sir Ryan Regal? And what'd you think of LA Knight's promo? Uh, Zoe Stark, I mean, for only having one win, and that's only because I'm counting because I got used to that with dumbass AEW, uh, has put on some fucking classics. I ain't gonna lie that the girl's talent. No, she got talent. She is talented. She can go in the ring. And it's weird because I, I don't really know what her personality is. She's just kind of there. And I don't care that she doesn't really have like a character. She's just there. And I'm just like, well, I'm here for this bitch every week. Because I like her finisher. That fucking backflip knee uppercut fuck shit she does. I'm here for that. I'm here for that shit all day. Um, so I don't mind Zoe Stark, um, whether she wins or loses every week. Because she's out having great matches. And they're like creating a character. It's different from building a character. But they're creating a character. So I'm always fine with that. And LA Knight. Oh, that is like white rock. Like he's got his own kind of weird rhythm when he talks and he's always on point. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a transit rhythm. He's like, it's a bell, Hey, night. And I'm going to turn your own switch off like that. 
Like that's he's got the his, facts of life. Yeah, yeah, he's got his he's got his rhythm, uh, which proves that he's just a professional. He knows how to do shit and get over, and his matches are good too. So good shit all around. Well, sticks. Uh, would you fuck Zoe Stark sober or drunk? Oh, I gotta be like fucking two cases deep on Mike Hard, man. <laughs> I mean, just get some, get, get all, eat all that blue chew from the Good Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two cases and like four packs of blue chews deep. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the LA Knight promo? It was good. He's, I mean, he cut really, he cut good ones when he was Eli Drake, so. I wouldn't really expect anything less from him, and it's it's not it's it's not really hard to kind of cut a promo on Dexter Loomis because he was like what the the cross-eyed creepy creepy guy that he said. I mean, it, was, it he's really good, and he was a really good get for NXT. Hey, don't you throw no shade on the God of Goats, all right? He's a popular. Oh, oh uh, hell no! Uh, I, update. I, I worship at the shrine. Update: Jake wrote a lot of haws, and he wrote, "I love that." I literally just said, yo, Sticks called Bretsky a jabroni, bruh. <laughs> and then I go, a uh, shirt. Sure. And he goes, I love that. <laughs> well, up next, LA Knight versus the god of goats himself, Dexter Loomis. Uh, Knight and Loomis pretty equal during the match. Knight escapes early because uh, Loomis locked in silence. After Loomis drops Knight, he, he slithers up to him. Knight backs away from him into the ring post, accidentally hurting his nards. Uh, Loomis capitalizes on that. The Knight dominates through picture-in-picture, picture, though. Turns Loomis's suplex into a neckbreaker counter. I love that move. After the fight leads to the outside, Indy appears behind the plexiglass. Loomis is in trance. Uh, Indy uh, was following him through the plexiglass, and then she tripped. I'm not sure if that was supposed to happen. I think it was. Like, remember, she, remember she bumped into the ring post? Oh, but it was so funny. Uh, LA it was Knight so attacks. fucking good. Uh, B rates Indy and Loomis. Uh, Loomis gets distracted once again. LA Knight capitalizes with a shitty finish. Pin for the win. Indy gets on apron uh, for a kiss, but the way prevents it. Sticks, what did you think of Loomis versus Knight? Uh, just a few notes I took. Wade and Beth going back and forth talking about Dexter and Indy. So good. Index. Uh, index, yes. Dexter essentially slithering backing L.A. into the pole with his nards was so good. Dexter did a kip up and then into a leg drop was just so fucking good. Uh, the way in, uh, Index locked eyes on each other, and then fucking even on the replay when they showed Indy fucking like when they were following each other, her fucking tripping again. I, I laughed so fucking hard, and their love, their quote unquote love story, so far has been really good. Can't wait to see how far this goes. And then just listening to Beth Phoenix essentially creaming herself, talking about. Bet, uh, and, uh, Indy and fucking Dexter is so good. Well, Cesar, I gotta admit that the way is my favorite part of NXT. Every they're great. Week. They're great. So they're good. Great. So, what good. did you think of this match? Uh, this match was good. Um, 
I like the way how how yeah when when Dexter was trying to get him some outside, and then Eli Drake threw uh threw Dexter in, and then he's talking to Indy. He's like, "What do you what do you want that loser for? When you can have this right here, premium L.A.?" And then Dexter comes back out and throws him back in the ring. I was just like, I was like, "Oh god!" So he's not even mad that the dude's distracted to bite him. He, he's mad that this chick is out here gawking at him. And she's not gawking at uh, L.A. Knight. I was like, this shit is actually entertaining. This is sports entertainment right here. It was good. Um, yeah, I like the way she did the little fall move outside. It reminded me of, like, the first time when she was, like, backing up. And she was like, call me. And she, like, backs into the ring post. She's like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, get her shit together. Uh, yeah. And then, of course, the way Way comes out and ruins the uh, the moment we want to see at the end. And... Uh, it's Johnny and Candace. Uh, did you see the the WWE online clip of last week? Remember when they lost that match last week and Dexter took Indy mm-hmm. off camera? Did yeah. you see the WWE? Did you see the online clip? No, what happened? You gotta oh, you gotta look that up because it's like they don't know where Indy is, and McKenzie's trying to have a promo, and Austin Austin is talking like he has the wind in his body. He's like, he landed on me, John. My ribs, my ribs, they're they're hurting. <laughs> and like he's talking like that the whole time. And Candace is like on the phone with the cops, like walking back and forth. And like, so she'll be like in camera. She goes, What do you, what do you mean to my hole? And John's like, Candace, Candace, what are they doing? Like, it, it's like you talking to the cops. Did you tell them that they put me on hold, Johnny? And she's like just pacing back and forth. And and Johnny's like yelling at McKenzie. He's like, Say no interview. Like, she was kidnapped. And Johnny's like, you talking about the white van? You talking about the white van? And then Indy comes back and her hair's all messed up. And she's trying to have like a, like, they're have, trying to have girl talk, but it's an interview. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll text you later. You ain't texting her nothing. I'm taking your phone away. This is my phone now. Yeah, it's, 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 it's I paid the bill anyway. It's my phone. Candace, Candace, I found her. Get off the phone. What do you, what do you mean you found her? I was over here on the phone with the cops. Get off the phone. And he's like, Johnny, seriously. I haven't breathed in three minutes. Like, it's, I'm, I'm getting lightheaded. <laughs> Papa John, Papa John, I gotta go see the nurse. <laughs> like, it is, uh, oh, it is five minutes of fuckery that is great. And like, these dudes, they deliver every single time that they're out there. They are too entertaining. They're all good in the ring. Indy's, Indy's getting better, but she's, she's working with Johnny. Austin and fucking Candace, who are like phenomenal. So it's I'm like, there's no way she can fail. If Andy and Loomis hook up and become a thing, do you think Loomis should join the way, or do you think Andy is going to be taken away from? No, the- I think somehow she got that gorilla grip, Glock Glock, and Loomis will put on a way shirt. And Johnny, it's going <laughs> to be like Glock Glock three thousand. Yeah, it's going to be like Johnny's going to be having to go on dates. Like with her and Loomis, chaperone. Yeah, and Johnny's gonna Johnny's gonna hate it. He's gonna hate it, bro. Like, get that bumper sticker. The bands are rocking. Don't come. Yeah, dude. It's it would be it would be funny if Dexter had to like be with the way, but somehow worked his way into a match with Johnny and won the title. So Johnny just hates Dexter because he took the title, and not and Candace hates him because. It's like he's like trying to take Indy. Yeah. But Indy's like, no, I'm with my family. We're having Thanksgiving. And then like Dexter's there, like, 
Oh, you imagine that Thanksgiving? If they just not saying a word, and Johnny's so just like good. staring at him, staring at him. Dude, it would be hilarious. You know, Johnny Gargano has been in NXT for so long. He ain't leaving. And oh, what's this is cool best work about Johnny Gargano is he keeps, even though he's been in NXT this long, he keeps finding the way to be entertaining, to be must-see TV, to be a fixture on NXT without being boring or stale. Like yeah. Tommaso Ciampa, Tommaso uh, Ciampa Mad, they yeah. both keep finding a way to be relevant, to be fresh, to be entertaining, that I hope neither of them go to the main roster because but, they make NXT what NXT right. is today. Yeah. And the, but I, I get it with Chamba because he's been hurt twice and he's got the chance to leave. But Johnny hasn't left. Johnny hasn't been hurt. He may be off a week or two, but he's never been like five months gone. And he has found a way to still have. But this is what I'm saying, like the AJ thing, where you're you're a heel, but you're so good at doing what you do and being a heel, and you still go out there and have four eight star matches if it was in the Tokyo Dome, and then you're you're just a chicken shit heel the whole time, and still being fucking funny. Yeah. Johnny and Tommaso are NXT diamonds. They need to stay there. They do yeah. not need to go anywhere. It was like but, Finn, like when they took Finn away from NXT, yeah. it, it came prep. Yeah, they're, they're both smart. They they can they took the temperature and they know what was gonna what's gonna happen with them if they make the rain main roster. Or like, nah, we're good down here. We're gonna stay here. Well, yeah, Caesar. Like we talked about the Jericho Stone Cold interview. Jericho said if he stayed, he would be just another guy. He yeah. wouldn't be as special as he is now in AEW. Yeah. But um, up next, Leon Ruff promo. Uh, he smacks the lockers. He's all worked up about Swerve still. We get a Beth Phoenix sit down with Eo Shirai. Eo wants to rest. And then Frankie Monet and her bitch interrupt. Frankie says she can feel her shoes. Eo says, I like a cats. And then she storms off. I'm with EO. I'm a cat person as well. Do you guys have Me anything too. to say about this? I don't like cats. I like dogs. How dare you? Sticks? Uh, I was mesmerized by the uh, chest tassels that Frankie Monet had, so it basically made me pay attention to her chesticles. Chest she does have a big chesticles. Oh, they are ginormous. Up next, the British guard Brizango versus the Grizzled young vets. Soon to be recognized. Very soon to be recognized. Grizzled young vets scream all the way to the ring and in Breezango's faces. Uh, but Breezango commit to the role of the British guard by not moving or responding. But eventually they start fighting. Uh, Drake jumping in way of Gibson, getting him thrown in the turnbuckle. Great defensive move. I love that tag team move from them. Drake does a, a fake knee. Drake does a fake knee tweak, uh, allowing Gibson to thumb Dango in the eye. Grizzled Young Vets win with the ticket to Mayhem. Cesar, uh, what did you think of this tag team matchup? Uh, I thought, I'm sorry, I'm laughing that Triple H pointed at the dog for Frankie Monet. 
I, I didn't know he pointed at the dog. I just had to look on her Instagram right quick. That's fucking. He always funny. points he po- at everything. He pointed at her and then the dog, so she has two pictures. <laughs> um, no, nah, man, yo, can the grizzled young vets? Ha- can, can the grizzled young vets have have a bad match? No, I ain't seen it. And I used to watch them on UK. I mean, I know a lot of people don't watch NXT UK, but I watch I watch NXT UK when I can, or I try to catch up. Them fuck boys can wrestle. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, they they if they ain't soon to be recognized, then they damn sure will be by the end of this year. Um, yeah, man, they they're they're great. No matter who they're wrestling, they always put together a great a great match, a great show. Rizango are two professionals. Um, so you know they're gonna kill it in the ring as well. And then I uh yeah, man. I mean, these dudes are just awesome. The way always they pull it together, the ticket to mayhem, great finisher. Um, yeah, good win for the vets. Well, sticks, you know, this might be a bold statement. I haven't seen much of MSK, so I can't really judge MSK. But my favorite team on NXT are the Grizzled Young Vets are my favorite fucking tag team. I love these guys. They can do no wrong. What did you think of this match against Brizango? Like Cesar said, if you haven't seen them on UK, do if you got some time, go back, watch them. These yeah, guys... watching. Start watching three hours of Brock's matches. Goddamn! Take, take your dumbass, take your dumbass, and look up NXT UK. Like the first year, that first year NXT UK, there's some goddamn barn burners in that yeah, shit, bro. Caesar speaks multi languages, but the one that he is good at is hashtag facts. These guys, great tag team combo moves. They yeah. are the epitome of a tag team. They're a great heel tag team. And they, if they are not tag team champs by the next takeover, then yeah, and tri- Trips is doing something wrong because these guys are I so mean, good. They're literally like British FTR. Oh yeah, British revival, I would say. And, and then, then British move, revival. The move of when Drake essentially sacrificed himself yes. to Gibson for the quarter—that is a staple of in like all their matches. Yeah, and I, it's one of the good things about because some. Certain tag teams that have like a move that if you watch hundreds of their matches, they do that. That is the one move that you will always see them do in their matches, and it is very good. And so some guys have never, never seen that before. No, mm-hmm. and, it, and mm-hmm. it makes them so good. No. Well, up next, uh, Indy was interviewed, but the way interrupts, uh, Bronson comes up. Don't you love love? How about I rip your head off, Papa John? No one rips Papa John's head off. You got to get the meat, here, he says. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't you last week? He squished you, uh, Johnny says to Theory. Johnny pokes Theory in the ribs. Ouch. Uh, Caesar uh, Sticks, what did you think of this segment with uh, Indy and the way? Give me half-hour wrestling. Hour, hour and a half of just the fucking way. I mean, these guys. So still, still a great that, NXT. Still a great oh, NXT. I love it when you call me Big Papa John. Fucking <laughs> so good. And then he's like, he's like, I want to regal. You want to regal? Yeah, I want to regal. And if you beat me, 
you get you get a shot you get shot at Johnny. What he squashed you last week. He bugs him. Ah ah. Yes. What do you mean you went to Regal? What would you say? What'd you say? What's with with you guys going to Regal? What the hell? (laughs) So good. So good. These guys, this is the best work that Johnny and Candace have done to date. And Austin Theory and Indy are just blossoming from it. This is we need more of this. Cesar thoughts. Yeah, man. If you can't I'll take any way segment I can get. I don't care if there's two or three a night. I'll take them all. We'll take them all. They're all good. They're never bad. They never disappoint. And then when they get in the rang, it's good too. Exactly. Um, I took one, uh, two sentences of notes here, but this is a very significant segment up next. Uh, Bretsky, I hope you're watching this because Bretsky, I told you that Ted DiBiase during an interview said, Oh, today's wrestlers are, I don't like anything about them, but Cameron Grimes, I think I'm going to make him the next million dollar man. I told Bretzky that like two weeks ago, and then this happened. Cameron Grimes gets an MFT. Uh, he loses an auction to Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase. So the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase, is possibly going to be in NXT possibly being involved with Cameron Grimes. But it's like an on-running thing. I cannot wait to see uh, if that does come to fruition. Do you guys have anything to say before I move on? No, I mean, this is an on-running thing. It's like the third time or fourth time Cameron Grimes has yelled about Ted DiBiase. Oh, really? Wait, did you? What, I, now I got to remember when he got out. So when, oh, when Cameron Grimes first came back and he, he won, he had all that money from the stonks. He was doing the five dribble challenge. Yeah, that Ted DiBiase used to do, and people kept doing it, and he had to give them the money. And then, like somebody was like, "You know, you're supposed to kick the ball at four. Like, you don't <laughs> give him the money." To get so pissed because he's losing. And then, money. so he went to kick the ball at four, but it was like some black chick backstage, and she crossed him up. Yeah. And every time he had to pay the money, he was like, "Ted DiBiase!" <laughs> like he did that for like two weeks. Oh, I had no yeah. fucking idea. Yeah, yeah, he did that for like he did that for two weeks, and then he stopped. Yelling it because he kept trying to do Ted DiBiase things and it stopped. Yeah, but this, this, yeah, this was funny because he called back. And I was like, all right, that's the end of the Ted DiBiase thing. But like when he was like, I got out bid, but that's why he, he said it the same way he said it this week. So it's a, it's a callback to like his first week. Go back and see if you can find it because it's like his first week of showing up with the money because that's when he invented the kiss my grits. Yeah. Like, Yo, I got enough money. You can kiss my Mr. Regal. You can kiss my grits. I ain't, I ain't got. I got enough money. I ain't got to wrestle no more. You can kiss my grits. Uh, he said yeah, the same thing. I, he was I, doing... I read like two weeks ago. There was a Ted DiBiase was interviewed, and he just said Cameron Grimes. And I, I told yeah. Bretzky, I was like, Bretzky, hey, Ted DiBiase might make Cameron Grimes a new million dollar man. And Bretzky you know, got all excited about it. But uh, sticks. So what are your thoughts about this? This just shows that there's a higher sign that NFTs do not want Cameron Gimes weighing them on their way to the moon. <laughs> come on, Cesar. Come on. Yeah. NFTs are dumb. <laughs> I'm with you, but it just show that they don't want Cameron Gimes weighing them down. Yeah, they don't want Cameron Gimes weighing them down. <laughs> NFTs might be hitting Mars, but Cameron Gimes isn't. 
Well, up next, we get the debuting Saray versus sort of attractive in some lighting. Zoe Jesus Clark. Christ, this motherfucker. Uh, Saray has a decent theme. Uh, had massive camel toe. Uh, she's cute and her gear wasn't too bad. She's five feet tall. Uh, locks in the reverse STF. And this was camel toe mania, brother. Uh, no discoloration, though. Uh, no. He puts up a good fight, even nails the waffle jalapo kick sticks. Yeah, she's stealing twice. Right but Sarai wins with the almost a Tazplex exploder uh, sort of over the head Uranagi Sarai has a uh, star written all over her she's a charisma machine I can see why NXT wanted the signer uh, Tony Storm then murders Zoe Stark as she leaves Saray to the aid. Uh, Cesar, what did you think of Saray's debuting NXT match? Um, yeah, she looked great. Um, so I, I didn't know who she was. Probably, you know, some more talent from New Japan going over. Maybe a, a Carrie, Carrie Zane signing. She's like, yeah, go go to WWE. Make that money. Don't go to shit. AEW. Get treated like shit. Uh, wrestle on dark. Be back here. Um um, these Japanese chicks be wrestling, bro. Um, they be killing it. Like, even when they had that tournament for AEW, like, them, them couple of bitches, like that singing bitch, and that, uh, that big bitch, you know, they were getting it, bro. So they were, they were doing work. Um, no, she looked great. You know, first match out, get her a win. You know, Zoe Stark's still kind of new, so she can take the L. Nothing really crazy there. Doesn't really hurt her. Because she wrestled, she wrestled who, like, the, their future champ. Uh, her right hand man and uh, booty storm and, and Gray's going to pee. Hopefully, the cat will run up on the keyboard so we can see the cat again. I like when the cat runs up. Yeah, the cat just jumps off the window at like random times. This is fucking funny as shit. I tell you this much I could not stand her screaming in this match. Sheree's who Sheree's screaming. She's like that. Eee! I was, I was, I, I swear, if I gotta hear that in every match, mm-hmm. I will, but I mean. She will only flourish in NXT. I'm afraid that if she has like a hot five, six months in NXT and, and WWE's like, hey, we need we, we could use her. Kabuki Warriors 2.0. 2.0 and team her up with Asuka. Yeah, she'll, 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 she won't do well. I mean, it seems like the only one that's been like a Japanese, Chinese that's been able to get up to, w, to the main roster has been Asuka, but it's been even hit or miss with her. Yeah, because you never. Yeah, because the writers fucking suck. Mm, so bad. I mean, they're just they're 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 handling of the women's division has been so bad. But I know we got we had another we got another half and half in this match, and it made it brought me back to good old Jr. saying from from AEW on Wednesday, half and half. That's half and half. wrestling. That's wrestling's version of the Arnold Palmer. Palmer. <laughs> I'm like fucking Jr. Man, you fucking, if you do not have a keg of fucking Moscow mules, just they, fucking, they're pumping them. They're pumping that hole. IV to your fucking vein, man. They're that they're guy, pumping I, Jr. They're oh. pumping Jr. and Tony, full of mules, mules full of mules, Starbucks. man, for two hours, bro. 
Oh, that if I swear, if you just were to look off camera, if they like show panned off camera, there's just a fucking IV going straight to JR's fucking veins. Just fucking Moscow mules and fucking Skibone is just Skibone. he's just getting fucking Chunking Starbucks. It. He's getting Starbucks Uber eated, Uber eats right to the fucking arena. But I mean, it wasn't a good it wasn't too bad of a match. I mean, I like there must be high on Zoe because I mean we see her, it seems like we see her like every week. I mean, I know she she's only got like what one victory, like you said, she got uh, like the pre pre-show. Of stand deliver, yeah. The pre-show on Booty Storm, and then she's lost on she's lost on main TV. Uh, yeah, for the third time now. It would just be nice to be able to kind of get a little bit more knowledge of her character. I yeah, mean, she's a good. She's a really, really good worker. She looks like she's got potential, even though she's got like her fucking Suzanne Summers nineteen eighties wrestling looking gear on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And her fucking ratchet, ratchet face. Her fucking ratchet face. But, I mean, she looks like she's going to be really good. I mean, it's... They, I guess I guess hot in certain lights. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. See how whichever fucking lights those are, tanning beds or fucking heat lamps. Fucking, but, I mean... Yo, looks, fucking I mean, their mangria, bro. So good. Yeah, <laughs> fucking mangria. The motherfucker said that bitch looks hot in the right light. I don't know what... what, the, what hey, yo, I'm, about to, I'm about to fire up fire up NXT right quick. Is he still like, is this still like post, pro, post jail? Like, yeah, I don't know. I guess. <laughs> I guess everybody's going to look hot for at least, for at least the next four months. Oh, He's just man. around a bunch of dudes. Yeah. I mean, if, if you're, when you're essentially just got broken out of like, like a, a so many day, like sausage fest, yeah. the first time you're going to crawl, come upon a woman, it's just like, she could look like the worst thing that comes out of a bar on a fucking Saturday night at like 1.59 a.m. And she's yeah. just like, you know, in a certain light. A certain light. Look at that. You know what? Bad. I hit that shit three times on <laughs> Sunday. We're talking about Zoe Stark? <laughs> no, we, we, we've made it back to Zoe Stark. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, well, yeah, we, we were talking about the match and then we talked about something else, and then we made it back about Zoe Stark. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, gentlemen, up next, um, do we talk about Candice and Indy? No, we only talked about the Way promo. Okay, Straight Sonia and uh, Dakota Kai were interviewed, and Straight Sonia using her accent more. Uh, the roided J-Lo surfaces during interviews, by the way. Uh, Dakota yeah. Kai referenced Hogwarts for some reason. Uh, after this, we get we the, did that too. The way returning Candace and Indy walking in back. Candace on a mission to confront Shotzi and Ember. Indy ditches Candace. Shotzi and Ember just drag Candace into their locker room, doing God knows what. But uh, with a dildo. <laughs> Cesar, what'd you think of uh, that uh, segment with? Uh, uh, no, yeah, I thought it was. Uh... I thought it was good. And then Candace like throws it through the coffee in their face and run away. And of course she gets dragged in the, in the thing and beat her up. But I mean, I don't know why dragging the thing. It's a wrestling show. Beat her up on camera. It's what you guys do. Beat the bitch in the corner and just leave her there. And just laugh and run away. Well, Sticks, we sing the praises of the way throughout all the episodes of the tripod. What did you think of this segment when Indy ditched her? 
I just I want to I just want to briefly bring up the the one before of Dakota Kai and yeah, yeah, yeah. Raquel. I like how Captain uh, O Captain said we yeah we beat EO and sent her on a on a little vacation. I love that as a potential tease to take away from the work that Raquel's doing to basically drive the wedge between them. Yeah, but Raquel didn't like correct her or anything. Yeah. I, yeah, I understand that. It's just one of those things that's just like, you know, we, we'll see it on, like, the promo leading up to when they end up facing each other. Of course, because it's inevitable. Yeah. It's I, gonna, I, that's going to be a good match. That's going to oh, be a Oh, it's going to be match. really good. I didn't know if they stepped out of a locker room or a fucking restroom, because I thought yeah. I legit thought they stepped out of a restroom. I'm like, who the fuck takes a fucking Starbucks into a fucking bathroom? Because <laughs> the way Candace looked afterwards, I was like, I was like, did they give her, did they, the quote unquote, you know, Chris Jericho, did they give her a swirly? Yeah. Did she yeah. get swirled? But yeah. it was, it was good. I mean, it, it obviously leads, leads into the inevitable tag team championship match that we'll get between Indy and Candace and the tag team champs. Mm-hmm. Well, the, another one. Yeah. They another had one yes. at TakeOver. Yeah, another, yeah. One. another one. Another one. You take out uh, of that shit. Up next, we get a Kushida video package, and then Kushida comes out, issues an open challenge for the Cruiserweight Championship, and no answers it? One of the ones and twos. It's Owen Orkin. Uh, he's a Cruiserweight? Uh, yeah, Kushida, no boots. Kushida, no boots. What the fuck? Yeah, he didn't wear boots. He had yeah, his he feet taken off. He didn't come out in any Back to the Future gear. Nope. I know. He's he still did. He still had the watch he still did the watch, and then he forgot to hit it back, so he just hopped off the thing. That's when they turned it off. Apparently, Kushida is 8-0 and in MMA in Japan. A very aggressive Kushida dominates. Oni does bring the punishment, though. He hits a blockbuster. Kushida working on Oni's left arm. Oni with the hellacious chops. Uh, hoverboard lock. Kushida retains, of course, sticks. Uh, are you liking this very aggressive Kushida? And do you think Oni Lorkin is a cruiserweight? <laughs> I don't mind it. It's it's really good for him. I think I remember Oni had had wrestled on 205 live a couple of times, and and I don't know if he ended up having a title match, but I know he was in he was in contention for it. Mm-hmm. The uh, we had a Beth Beth did a lactic acid buildup reference in the match and when when Kushida was eating those chops the look on his face when he's like he looked like a freaking frog I could I just this is the way he looked at the, I don't know if it was the way the camera angle was on that I was just like this guy is fucking the WB frog wrestling as a champion WB frog I see the match no, 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 my bad. Just a good match, good defending match for him to move forward to possibly maybe another rematch against Santos. Well, Cesar, did you think like me, and did you think Santos was going to answer that challenge? Uh, yeah, so I did think Santos was going to come out to try to get his rematch. Uh, I guess they want to put that down the line. Or maybe he just wanted to rest uh, from the ladder match. He literally had that ladder match and that match with Kushida without any real time in between. Um, I don't like the way, like, Kushida looks now. I like this, like, time gimmick. I mean, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. It was new. 
Uh, he had the shoes, the jeans, the the vest. Now he just like comes out all MMA style. He's like, I'm gonna beat your ass, but he's still hitting the clock. Oh, that's weird. It's just weird. It's like it's like they're taking away character from Kushida. He's taking away a, couple, a gimmick. I don't he know. Had, he had a couple of slips in that match too. Yeah, so he needs to put the boots back on. Yeah. Well, up next, a brown. Oh. Oh, no, the, the Brown Order come out Brown at the end Order of the match. Brown Order attack, MSK for the save. Uh, Eminem video, oh, Mercedes Martinez video promo, calling out straight Sonia. is going to take out Dakota Kai next week. Uh, Johnny and Theory in back. Candice approaches, uh, all disheveled. Indy comes up. She goes, I saw Loomis and Regal. Uh, we got a tag team title match. Uh, wait, wait, you seeing Regal? You seeing Regal? Why am I seeing Regal? Johnny, Johnny slips in a cuckoo bananas line in quickly because he's got to do it every week. Every week. Uh, Candace all roughed up, doesn't say a word. Uh, <laughs> what did you think of this uh, segment, uh, Cesar? Ah, uh, another another great. Because it started off with Johnny messing with theory. What do you mean, you talk to Regal? What, what, did, what did he say? What did you say? I told him I got a match against him. And what did he say? And all of a sudden, Indy comes back. I, I saw him. I saw Who did you see? I saw Lewis. Oh, my God. And then I saw Regal. You're seeing Regal. You're seeing Regal. I ain't seen Regal. Regal's cuckoo bananas. Like, uh, you know, Johnny's Johnny's just Johnny, man. Johnny's going to Johnny, and it ain't never going to be bad. Well, sticks. I need a cuckoo banana shirt. I hope they make oh, a cuckoo yeah. banana shirt. If they make a cuckoo banana shirt. I'm buying that trash. That's oh, my so favorite good. line that the way says every week. But do you have any thoughts on this segment? Fucking Austin Theory, man. The well, I don't know. I think it was when he's like, "Well, I saw him." He went. They did the. He's soft. And then it was like, "Look, can't like Johnny was like, can't she's got to go." John, Austin went to go grab the thumb. He's like, "Don't, don't grab the thumb. Go grab the gum." <laughs> it was so good. These guys, like like Caesar said, Johnny's like, you saw Regal, you saw Regal. You saw... I haven't seen. Where's Regal? What do you guys do? You guys all saw Regal? So good. These guys are so good. And yes, a cuckoo's cuckoo banana shirt mm-hmm. would definitely be top three. If if the they were faces, shot. they were faces. There'd be a cuckoo banana cereal. Oh God, yes. <laughs> they still might get it. You know, Cesar, you know Austin Theory thanks God every morning that Johnny Gargano took him in. Because yeah. if, if, jo- if Austin Theory wouldn't have joined the way, he'd be on the main roster Humberto Carrillo-ing it. Yeah, yeah. Or, or even worse, he got fired on the 15th. Yeah. Or chasing he'd the 20th. He'd be all title. elite. Yeah, he'd be all elite getting buried by Jungle Boy. Yeah. Up next, we have I haven't seen these guys in a while, but Everqueers return. Oh yeah, is Imperium. Yeah. After a brief distraction by Killian Dane, Everqueers almost get roll up victory, but Imperium makes short work of the Everqueers. Uh, that's all the notes I wrote in this match. Do you guys have anything to say about you, this? You wrote notes. That was it. Yeah, no shit. Jesus that Christ, it. that was a waste of good ink. You could have wrote no shit. Could have wrote something like Jake sucks penises, and that would have been more useful than <laughs> writing notes on this match. That that was it, you guys. I, I you could have wrote Matthew J H loves. You could have wrote Matthew J H loves cutting grass and drinking pours, <laughs> and that would have been more useful than writing notes on this match. 
You know that ain't going to be on Hulu. It's not going to be on the Hulu. No. Uh, up next, Kyle O'Reilly was making his way to the ring, but Killer Cross and Scarlet stare him down. Now, the thoughts that I had from earlier that I was telling you guys about was um, Kyle O'Reilly is calling out Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross murdered Finn Balor. Kyle O'Reilly lost to Finn Balor twice. Twice. How is Kyle O'Reilly stepping up to Killer Cross after that shit? It's wrestling. Well, let me ask you this. Would you rather be trying to figure this out or AEW's fuck shit ranking system? (sighs) NXT. (laughs) Good point. (laughs) Well, it's main event time, fellas. It's Kyle O'Reilly versus Fine, Kevin Grimes. Uh, Grimes, <laughs> Grimes attempts to use the submission game. Uh, Wade will sell the core IP to Grimes. I thought that was a hell of a callback. That was yeah. good. Said the core. I was like, Damn, that's like a. You have to be watching WWE for a while to understand that reference. O'Reilly uh, doing a submission thing. He was holding on to Grimes' boot. Then Grimes does an unnecessarily but cool backflip to execute a German suplex. Uh, the commercial picture-in-picture, picture, Grimes dominates through, uh, focusing on Kyle's neck. Kyle bounces back with his strikes. This is a great fucking match. I, I guarantee you Bretzky's going to pop for this. Great main event. Kyle wins with the knee off the top rope. Cesar, what did you think of the NXT main event? I thought it was a good main event. Um, Grimes actually, you know, showed he can wrestle a little bit more. Yeah, he didn't have to do one of those bullshit cave-ins. Uh, so that's always good. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I say I, it I every week. With, I agree with you on Bretzky. that. You heard it. I'll Bretzky. say it every week. Yeah, Bretzky knows I'm right. <laughs> Tell me one time. The only time... Grimes hits a good cave in is when his when his uh his pudgy ass ain't winded. Yeah, that Jew he hits it in a fucking promo. Dad bought ass ain't winded. <laughs> Harry, fuck. Go back to playing the stones, fuck boy. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I'll say it every week. You know I'll say it. Uh, but no, this was a great, great. It was a good match. Get Kyle on that winning streak. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how you could take serious that uh, Kyle O'Reilly would beat Karrion Cross because whoever whoever beats Karrion Cross is going to give him his first loss, and that's going to be that's really going to push that person over. To the moon. Yeah, shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I I, I mean. Future-wise, I don't know, but for now-wise, this was a great-ass match. I still I still think Roddy's going to SmackDown. That'd be great if Roddy wins. Well, Sticks, what did you think of the main event of NXT this week? I wrote down, it. it it's something that I always kind of think about when I see Kyle, is where what's going to happen with Bobby Fish? Because, I mean, they were yeah. like one of the top tag teams in NXT. Yeah. And I know he got injured, but it's like, what's their plans for – for him when he comes back, it's like dude, Bobby Fish going to SmackDown with uh, Roddy. Yeah. 
add to that huge tag team picture that they got there. You know, maybe they'll, maybe they'll be, by the time they show up there, they'll be the ones to, to defeat the dirty dogs. Dirty dogs. But I, the one thing I liked about this match was when Kyle had uh, Grimes in the guillotine and then released them and hit him with that fucking knee. It's, this is really good for Kyle. I mean, it's obviously building to what we'll probably get. And I like the, I like Cross and Scarlet just like sitting there looking at him like impending doom. Like, yeah, you want us? Guess what? We're watching your all, we're watching your every move. And the, like, like he said, you know, I got time to think about this. Clock's ticking on you now, Kyle. And it's when the time comes, you're going to have to pay the toll, man. Well, gentlemen, we've reached that time of the week where we announce our wrestlers of the week. Sticks, you are our guest. I'm going to let you go first. Who is your wrestler of the week? I have two, and it's fucking oh. Indy and Austin Theory for oh. the backstage oh. shit, man. So good. These guys, this guy, the guy and gal, so fucking good. As long as these promos are so fucking good, they should be. I mean, they'd, you'd have to get like a five star Tokyo Dome match to uproot these guys in their in the way promos. Well, Cesar, who is your wrestler of the week? I didn't really pick one. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I did there. not pick one. How uh, dare you? Uh, who was the wrestler of the week? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say the dumb shit they say on AEW. I'm gonna give it to Jungle Boy, even though he keeps losing and he has great ass matches against Top Town. Okay. Uh, because that match was that match, that was a good main event match. Um, also, I'll, I'll give it both those fuck boys, I'll give it to the main event of AEW. It was a great match. Uh, you know, even though it was predictable, it was still a great match all the way through. And, uh, you know, the fuckery at the end it was still good, too. But I'll give it uh, Jungle Boy and Darby. Well, you know, Cesar picked a loser for his wrestler of the week. And I'm going to follow that track. Gentlemen, uh, I got to say. You say Zoe Stark. I'm not. Oh, I'm, yeah. No, yeah, I'm not right. a fruit booty. But, my God, this guy is. Ricky awesome. Starks? I love me some Ricky Starks. Hey, look, Ricky Starks, I, he I flipped a coin. I flipped a coin in my head, and it was Ricky Jungle Boy. It, it was literally Ricky Jungle Boy. Ricky Stark, absolute Ricky Starks. I, I love him so much. He is growing on me. I hope he branches away from Team Taz and becomes a face. I love this dude. I think he's gonna go far in AEW. I think I he's a great him. heel, though. He has the spear. Does it better than Roman? Uh, absolute Ricky Starks is my wrestler of the week, even though he lost. It's AEW two-thirds this week for the tripod. But, gentlemen, we have reached the end of the tripod, and this is the time where we come with plugs. So our guest, Stixy, Trip Trip, the miracle, Stix Adam, go ahead and give us your plugs and update us on the Steel Real pregame. Well, Steel Real pregame, I, we basically, I basically, we basically go whenever Andy sends me a message, is like, hey, what we're going to record, but mostly it's with the uh, when we do the blackout, which by the way is a phenomenal fucking podcast. So check it out whenever we do it's it. It's not really a podcast, it's a bunch of drunk people. It's, yeah, it's just drink. basically a drunk fucking just 
mind, <laughs> meeting of the minds. Yeah. But otherwise, it's just pretty much touch and go. Uh, I will plug the man himself, Mangria Field, his YouTube page, APPW. We have Decent Mania 2 coming up where you will see the man, the myth, the legend himself, Julius underscore Cesar, the greatest decent, hashtag decent champion. Whoop. That, One and only. That ever-loving Jubroni's face <laughs> in at the main event. And where He's you so will good. see yours truly become the second guy to ever be a singles guy to be a tag team the champion. Tag team champion from the same faction, by the way. Oh. See, I you see when when I when I'm in a faction with a fucking living legend himself, I do take notes. They may be drunken notes, but they are fucking notes. <laughs> They're always drunken. They're always drunken. But also too check out Julius underscore Caesar's Instagram page. The guy fucking the man himself posts fucking just hilarious shit. I mean, I the guy to post is a must follow. I'll post well, right now. Okay, he'll, he'll get it. Follow I'll post right now. So okay. good. Both these guys post have stuff on YouTube and on Instagram. Phenomenal stuff. Check it out. If you don't, go fuck yourself. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Sticks, for being so generous here. Julius underscore Cesar. He took our job from us, but go ahead and lay out your uh, what do you want to promote here today? Uh, so, I mean, the man himself. The miracle, a man who whooped so much ass, he couldn't count how much it weighed. Well, you could uh, three fat fucks. He'd be three fat fucks in one night. I mean, he's great. He's great. He does it all. He does it all. He whoops ass. He talks trash, and he's part of the greatest faction, the only faction in APW, which all four members will have been tag team champs if he wins at DC Mania Two, which he probably will, because he's when, the fucking miracle. When I win, because he's the miracle. When he wins, the only four man group. I don't care if you try to disband greatness. Can't Not tell happening. four people they can't, can't hang out. You can't disband greatness. It can't tell four people they can't hang out. It's impossible. Um, but we do have to make up for our missing brother in arms. Uh, he does have a podcast. It's called the Faux Podcast. I'm literally going to Instagram it because I'm not going to try to unspell that shit like, <laughs> like Zanka does and fuck it all up. Uh, I, we do know that this fuck boy is on Anchor. And he's on, what else is he on, man, Greg? You know what? But he's on Instagram. Podcast is on Anchor. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on basically any podcast listening form. He's had guests such as all of us. He's had Mangria Fuel. He's had Julius underscore Cesar. He's had Sticks Adam. He's had Andy with an eye. He's had Jake. He's had Zanka. So if you like to listen to us talk, you will enjoy us talking to the great Betsky 99 on the full pod. Full pod guy cast on Instagram as T H E F A U X P O D dot cast. So you also type that shit in wherever he said Spotify, Anchor, Apple CarPlay, Google CarPlay, your mama's ass. Uh, you type that shit in, you will listen to that fuckboy Bretsky talk about fuckboy shit with Corona <laughs> and college life. And then you will see me, JC. Julius Caesar. Oh, defending. shit. Oh, yeah. shit. You hear that? That's, that's right. You hear that? Defending this on Mangria Fueled YouTube page. Uh, APPW popping off all week. Weekends. Decent champ. You see that shit? Oh, wait, wait, wait. What does that say? Does it say HWO right there? You probably can't see that because it's all blurred out for the fuck <laughs> I will uh, take the background away. 
give me two seconds, you fuck boys. Take the background away so you see this shit clearly. You can't take away a nameplate. Take away a nameplate. That's real, bitch. You hear that? There, there is no more debate on the greatest title in wrestling history. It's fucking, that fucking title fuck right there. This title stays getting defended. Unless, that strap ain't um, going nowhere, baby. And unless, unless, you know, not like the, the, the main championship. This is the main yeah. championship. That's, That's the workhorse title when, right there. When fuck boys show up and they were to run away and they're not sucking dick from the owner in the back. You know, they, they decide they want to have a have a match. Now, maybe I'll have a match, but they get beat by guys like us every week, one-on-one. But, you know, three-on-one, still lost. Yeah. Well, as these gentlemen have said quite clearly, you can check out all the action of APPW on Mangrio Fuel's YouTube page, the biggest event of the year, our WrestleMania, Decent Mania 2, is happening. I'm going to try and get it out in seven days. Next Saturday, we will see a loaded card full of all the rivalries that have been building up over the year. Even you, Cynic. I get through your bones. Cynic chaos. Fuck that guy. In a match. Fuck that guy. Why, you, why that, should be, that, that should be the fucking pre-pre-pre-show. <laughs> why did he not get fired Fuck on April guy. 15th? Yeah, no shit. Why did shit. he get fired April How 15th? is he not future endeavored? Yeah. So I'm going to see that This tweet. is literally some fuck shit. That'd be the best shit the Million Calorie Mitch ever did. Future yeah. endeavor. I would like him a little bit more. Well, I, 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 might, future endeavor I might like him. Due to Zanka uh, assaulting the Special Olympics and uh, Senate Chaos, there there have been some liberties taken. Senate Chaos does have a celebration. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He does have a championship match at Decent Mania Two that will be debuted next Saturday. Hopefully, I'm I'm hoping I get all the material in, in time. I started recording the matches earlier today. It's going to be fucking fantastic. You're already watching this on my YouTube channel. Thank you to the Mighty 33. Thank you. Scotty Pippen. Scotty Pippen. Yeah, R.I.P. is kid. Thank you very much to Sticks Adam for taking the time out of his night oh, to yeah. come and oh, join yeah. us. This is fucking awesome. I would love to do this every fucking night with you boys. Except for, that, except for that fucking jubroni. I will not come on here when that jackass is on here. <laughs> Well, I'm speaking, just joking. I love you. Love you, Bretsky. Speaking of the jubroni, he should Jesus be Christ. back next week. He's under a lot of pressure. Jesus all the tests. He's here to save, so save the world, the youngin known as the Great Bretsky 99. Follow him on all platforms. Except for that TGB official shit. Fuck that. Oh, fuck if, that you, if you ever get a recommendation on that thing, do not follow that fucking page. That guy is a jackass. <laughs> a dick. But ladies and gentlemen, until next time, thank you very much. I believe the Steel Row After Party will be back very soon. Jake and Zanka will be back to fill your ear holes with all kinds of nonsense, which means I'll be here to review the nonsense when they come out with new stuff. Oh, shit. Adam, thank you very much for joining us. Julius underscore Caesar, my tripod brother, thank you for joining. And as always, we don't have a Jew this time. But all hail Jesus Christ. Nothing? Okay. Nothing. There's no Jew.